Ali Breakfast. That's indeed right. Niklas Bauer with you until 6 a.m. Lines are open. 011-883-0702. Drop us a WhatsApp as well. 072-702-1702. Jennifer, I'm always interested to hear all these people who don't have kids making suggestions to parents. There are practical implications, especially when parents are working of children, being at home, uh, and it's an enormous worry. The emotional and psychological stress in children is also huge. They're part of a healthy family. The benefits of return to some semblance of normality are huge for both parents and children. I hear you, Jennifer. I hear you. Talking about children, we now join live on the line by Shandu Teron, head of matrimonial litigation at Teron and Teron Attorneys. Good morning, Shandu. We are days away from lockdown level three. And what does that mean when it comes to the uh, transport of children, not only interprovincial, but even just from point A to point B, especially from divorced families? Well, Nicholas, that, of course, uh, good morning, by the way. Um, that, of course, is the million-dollar question. What the, what was said on Sunday night is that um, there won't be any more any um, frustration as far as the moving around of people or regulations or, how can I say, curfew as far as people being moved around. But nothing further has been said. As things currently stand now, <clears throat> you know they've found interesting and creative ways to make it difficult for parents to move children around. You have to have a court order with you. Let's say it's you know, from one parent to another, and it's sort of in the same, let's call it geographic area or, or city or jurisdiction. You have to have a court order with you. Um, if there's no court order that states that, that has a divorce or a parenting plan or, or, or a decree of divorce, then you have to have the child's birth certificate and a couple of other things. Interprovincial, it gets more tricky. Then you need to take a bunch of documents like the child's birth certificate, reasons for moving the child, statement that the house where the child is going is COVID-free, and you have to get a magistrate to um, endorse this for you with a specific Form 3. Now, it's not said, uh, there's no, usually when, 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 when our, our beloved president talks, um, and then you have a bunch of ministers then coming out with regulations on what exactly the granular detail. That hasn't come out yet. So we're all sitting waiting to see what they're going to say exactly that means. But the president did say there wouldn't be any more prohibition on the movement of people. Well, we don't know if that means the prohibition of the movement of people in a jurisdiction or if that counts for people moving interprovincially or let's say from Johannesburg to Pretoria, for instance. So, Shandu, at this point in time, the way things stand, we, we just simply don't know how things are going to change once uh, not only the Ministry of Social Development, but cooperative governance and traditional affairs and the like, uh, give expression to the announcement uh, of lockdown level three that was made by Sir Ramaphosa. Spot on. We don't know what they're going to do. The sort of uh, president speaks in broad strokes, and then we have to wait for the granular detail to come out after they've met in secret with secret people. And then there'll be amendments to the amendments amending the previous amendments, yes. But, but Sunday, I suppose at the end of the day, though, it's going to be governed by that, uh, uh, that, that principle that it needs to be in the best interests of the child, whatever the action is, whether or not it's moving uh, the child from uh, you know, stepmom and dad in Pretoria to mom and stepfather in Bloemfontein. No, absolutely. No, no. Uh, the, constitutional, the constitutional imperative, Nicholas, is the best interest of the child. That is in Section 28.2 of the Constitution, and it's in granular detail in 7th section of the Children's Act. Now, no, no decree or directive or regulation by any minister 
by any minister or by the president can override the constitutional imperative of the child's best interest. So anything in this country can happen concerning the child if it is in the child's best interest. That is the yardstick. It's not fairness. It's not convenience. It's not anything else. It's that. How do we, we, we know that? I mean, the practicalities of it, though, as things stand, if I need to move my child uh, across provincial borders today or perhaps indeed try and ensure that I can get my child back from uh, an estranged spouse, I, I would need a legal document, a court order to be able to enforce that. Yes. Okay, so let's take it down. Let's do it by the numbers. Let's say you come to me today and you say, man, the child is with Google in the Eastern Cape. And I want my I want my daughter or my son to come back. What do we have to do? Well, I would have to prepare an affidavit for you that states why the child must be moved, that your house is COVID free where the child is going, and we have to take let's say a in this case let's say it is a or, or there would have to be a, a a court order if you were previously divorced or a parenting plan if you weren't previously divorced. And we'll have to take the child's birth certificates along and we'll have to do what's called a Form 3 or a Form 2, depending on what kind of situation it is. And then I would go and have to plead your case with the magistrate and say, listen, please, this child needs to be moved. It's in the child's best interest. The child has been away from home for two, three weeks now. School is starting again on Monday. Um, and we'll have to put in the child is at currently at this address with this person. And on such date, we're going to move this child from that address to this address to this house, which is covered free for the following reasons. And the magistrate would then have to stamp that um, that form, and that form would then obviously have to accompany you and the child. So, Shanda, we'll have to just, uh, as the Afrikaans folks say, cake net for the uh, government to to iron out the details and tell uh, parents what they can and cannot do. Uh, while we've got you on the line, though, something that I thought might be interesting delving into is the fact that in this day and age, you don't need to uh, meet for a salacious affair in a hotel room in order to cheat. Uh, you can very well cheat online, uh, you know, Tinder, Facebook. You can even do it on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> the folklore saying sliding into my DMs. What are some of the things that you've experienced during the lockdown because let's face it if a marriage was on the rocks going into the lockdown it may well have uh, completely somersaulted uh, during this what two months of solitary confinement together well i tell you what we've I've had some interesting i've had some interesting situations that i've had to deal with where for instance that if somebody was already under suspicion of having a, a an affair with someone at work now they miss that person, uh, it, uh, um, and they say, let's meet at R3 in Woolworths just so we can see each other. And they do meet in R3 at Woolworths, and guess who walks around the corner also in Woolworths? The person's wife. So that, that, that's, that, that's been interesting. Or someone says, in this case it was the wife, that says, oh no, I'm going out exercising. Um, meets the person she's having an affair with somewhere on the road, and guess who drives by in a car? The husband. <clears throat> or, or, or the wife of the other person. So I've had situations like that. I've also, it's it's come to my attention, um, also with some of the matters I'm dealing with, a lot more liaisons are happening in parking in parking lots at shopping centers, um, um, for want of a better word. So, so, so parking lots at shopping centers are certainly becoming an interesting place. Mm-hmm. But as you say, Nicholas, a lot can be done over the internet these days. I can be in my house and I can be cheating without actually going anywhere. But that's been a problem throughout, not just during the lockdown period. I mm-hmm. have a lot of files on my desk where it was where what's happening was happening over the internet. 
Achnir Sisman, but I suppose the, the, the best answer to that, right, is honesty is the best policy in this day and age. Uh, the best thing not only for your children, if you have uh, uh, children in an estranged marriage or relationship, uh, but also for your own sanity and that of your estranged partner is to hey, call it a day if it's run its course. You know, it, honestly, Nicholas, everything has a shelf life. Everything has a shelf life. And one day your marriage will end. If it ends by uh, death, your marriage will end by death or by divorce. If it ends by death, you need a will. If it ends by divorce, you need an antinatural contract. And one of the worst things you can do is be in a situation where it's run its course and you guys, it just becomes more toxic and more acidic. And, 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 and it stops um, um, a good divorce. In, in a good divorce, you should ideally still be able to talk to each other when it's over. And not if the person comes, you have to cross the street and go to the other side. And, the, and that's when people leave it too long. And it doesn't always have to be that way. But of course, you know, humans don't always deal, deal nice with change. Um, and, and, and people are afraid. Uh, people are afraid of the sort of the, what their new situation is going to look like, having to move, what's going to happen to the children. If you have a good matrimonial attorney, they, they should calm the situation down. There should be a buffer between your negative emotions, between that and the other part, the, the, the other party, and they should um, absolutely, absolutely be um, um, set up a parenting plan that has both of you involved in the lives of the children. It doesn't have to be a completely negative situation. Shanda Duran, always a pleasure chatting to you, Head of Matrimonial Litigation uh, at Theron and Theron Attorneys. So you can find out more at divlaw.co.za, especially if you have a couple of questions about what happens next during the lockdown. Uh, government's still needing to iron out the details of what you can and cannot do when you move your kids around as we move from lockdown level four to level three.